Hello guys, welcome to our Wednesday show, my dudes. Uh, what album are you release or reviewing? I'm releasing? Uh, <laughs> what album are you releasing? I'm releasing My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy Part 2. <laughs> it's where I just do the whole thing, but just off memory. <laughs> I reckon you probably could. <laughs> you could do the beats as well. What do you reckon? Uh, just give me a solo, mate. Solo. <clears throat> You're riding dolo. Alright. Pull. Oh, mate. <laughs> He's done wet it. I don't, I'm going to have to start passing you to your outside. Alright. I'm doing The Circus by Mick Jenkins. Oh, shit. And I'm doing Blood In, Blood Out by Denzel Curry. I believe it's a mixtape. Yeah. Alright, let's start with your review a reviewer. Right. My reviewer reviewer. Okay. Mm. So, yeah, we've moved this onto the Wednesday show because it's about music. It sort of makes sense. I don't know why we originally had it on the Friday show. Because I mean, you, you can meme it, so it can be funny. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so we're doing it on the Wednesday show now. So, uh, I actually do have to do my album review first to be oh, able to do to my do review this. reviewer. All right. So, then so I'll do... do they're both fairly short. So, I'll do my album review. Right. Then my reviewer reviewer. Right. And then you can sure. carry on to whatever you wish to do. All right. So, Denzel Curry has only releases to YouTube. It's not on any streaming services, which is a little bit annoying. Uh, it starts out on intro, which is an instrumental, and it's a fucking banger. Um, I really want to know who produced it, but I can't find anything for it online. Like, maybe he did it, but I don't. I don't know. But if the producer is watching, shout out you. Uh, obviously, the theme of the album is like dark, heavy, and um, like it just goes hard. And the instrumental set the scene perfectly. It wasn't too hard off the bat. It slowly ramped up and it let you know pretty well what was in store. Second track is called Charlie Sheen and it features Ghost Mane. I'm actually really impressed by the features on this mixtape as well. He's, of course, got Zilakami, uh, City Morgue, Xavier Wolf, uh, SHWB. I don't know if like you say that, like Schwab or something. Uh, AK and The Underachievers. Um, like this man has been on the Jimmy Fallon show and he's still making music with people that help build him up. Like these people are not mainstream friendly and Zell could have easily just said like, nah, give me Drake, give me Post Malone. But instead he's, he's sticking with his day one. So uh, I admire that. Uh, in Charlie Sheen, he's got a really nice line that reflects this really well as well. Um, got no friends and I got no peers, but a neighbor got fam and they all right here. That's very wholesome, very lovely. And Ghostmane went the fuck off, actually. Like, I used to be a fairly big Ghostmane fan, fan, and then I sort of, I teetered off a little bit. He was getting a little bit too cringy. But, like, he did go off on this verse. He has a very, like, diverse set of styles, and I think that's displayed very well in this song. For the first half of his verse, he's rapping really fast. Then he does one line singing, he kills that as well. That sounds really good. And then he goes into like a dark whisper kind of thing. It is a bit of a cunt to play considering it's just on YouTube, but I will play it just this one time. So in case you're wondering when Ghostman comes in, uh, I'm going to be playing at about 2.15 on the entire thing. It's like 13 minutes long. Like that's impressive. 
Oh, that's very um, like a very fluid kind of style. I really love that that singing bit. I I play that all the time. Like I replay it. Um, the third track is called Evil Twin, and it features his evil twin Zilakami. Uh, they share a chorus. They sort of go like line for line at times. And it's honestly difficult to tell the difference between the two. They sounded so similar. Uh, the second verse, which belongs to Zell, has a nice line in it, which I think is is clever, but it could be much better. He says, lactose, uh, you ain't make a bread, so now you're lactose. But I, I think it would have been better if he said um, something like, you ain't making bread, now you're lactose. Milk and clouts from those around you, something like that, like... Rather than just say the word lactose at the start of the line. Right. Like, have a something that, like, infers lactose, like milking right. you know, money, clout, from more famous friends. I get you. Um, up next is Welcome to the Future. It features Xavier Wolf and Zell murdered his verse. He started out with, imagine this ratchet shit that I spit. And it just got better from there. Uh, False God's freestyle is pretty good. It's got a few different flows that are all, all like decent. Uh, it's just got one verse. It's pretty short, and you can tell it's just a snippet that never made it onto a song. Uh, Posh God shit is up next, and very similar to the last track, you can tell that it's just a snippet, which it isn't a bad thing because that's what this mixtape is. Uh, but it, it doesn't sound very good. Uh, you can tell that it's unfinished. Uh, second last track is No Pen, No Pad. I'm not a huge fan of it. It's not inherently bad, but it's just got no redeeming qualities. Um, and he starts the verse off with, I be the shit like a diaper, which is a bit sus. Uh, and finally, Gogeta is the last track, which features AK the Savior. Nothing great lyric-wise, but the production has a very like uh, garage-type feel to it. It does sound really good. Um, I'm not too sure how to rate this mixtape. It is quite quite difficult because it's it's not what he wants to put out which is why it's not on any streaming services it's just good music that he feels like shouldn't be just left behind but it doesn't fit on any albums right so he sort of just put it all in one like he's mushed them all up and just put it out there um so not too much thought has gone into that and you can tell but that's not the point of it like there's not meant to be thought going into that. So it is fairly difficult uh, to rate. Um, there was like a little bit of thought in the order that the song should go because there were a few like flawless transitions that were nice. But to me, the biggest flaw is that it just feels unfinished, even though it's, it's not meant to be. It's a little bit confusing to rate. Uh, I am happy he released it though, rather than just throwing the scraps away. And I do think more artists need to do this. Um, but I will listen to it again. I have listened to it again, and I'm glad I listened to it. Um, I'm going to rate it a 5 out of 10, but don't let that uh, sway you into not listening to it. I would recommend you do it, but go in there expecting to hear unfinished work. It's, yeah, it's definitely not like a complete project. There you go. And then my review... Mate, a you reviewer. forgot to get the chips, mate. Oh, shit, yeah. Mate, I just thought of that. Just say when I looked at my... Chips over right. here. Let's see what the third flavour is that Gabby got us. And that'd be good. Oh, that's much. Chili with jalapeno and red chilies. I've had this one before. Is it good? Yeah. Excellent. I'm pretty sure. 
Oh, that does smell good. Give that a, give that a squeeze. Mm. I have had them. They do taste good. Yeah, my pool, they're a little bit... A little bit spicy. A little bit kicky. <laughs> my review, a reviewer then, is Anthony Fantano's review of Denzel Curry's Blood In, Blood Out. Um, I wanted to do the exact same as my album review because... As far as I know, no no artist really does that, releasing things. Like, I know Drake did it, but that wasn't as unfinished as this one is. Like, it, it was fairly difficult for me to, not to review it, but to rate it, to give it, like, an actual opinion. And I just wanted to see what someone who has been reviewing albums for, like, 10 plus years, like, how they would handle it. Like, I wanted to see, you know, get some, um, get some advice. So, uh, yeah, he actually hit the nail on the head really well. Um, I agree with everything he said, and I actually think he said it better than I did in my review. Um, he said Ghostman's verse was very dynamic with a lot of switches in it, uh, at, which was very impressive for how short it was. Um, he said the portion in the middle of the uh, mixtape, which was just Zell's freestyles, was the weakest link in the chain. Uh, and all the instrumentals were very well put together. He also said that although this isn't Zell's best work, it is still good. So if this is what's on the cutting room floor, just imagine what he's like holding back, like hiding from us all, ready to release. Like just imagine what's going to be on the album if this kind of stuff is his scraps. Mm. Um, yeah, he said if any artist is looking to just release songs like this, ones that are like, still good, but don't fit on any album, this is the way that they should do it. So, high praise from the Melon there. Uh, and Zell does deserve it. And Melon is getting some high praise from me. I think it was a very well done review. He accurately and concisely hit every single point that I wanted to hit in my review. There you go. So, shout out Melon. You did a good job. All right. Well. So, Circles by Mac DeMarco, is it? No. No. It's the circus. Oh, it's the circus by <laughs> by Mick Jenkins. Mick Jenkins. You keep confusing circles by Mac Miller. <laughs> Which I'll be reviewing next week. Um, does Tom McDonald have an album? Probably. Um, so this week I did the circus by Mick Jenkins. Um. Uh, this one's only 19 minutes long, so it's quite short. It is an EP, not an uh, not an actual album. Uh, and he did say that this was a prelude, so something bigger is most likely coming. And you can really see that um, in in the style, in the themes, and obviously in the length. So hopefully, like I said, he's setting up, he's prefacing this for something new um, later this year, potentially. So the themes on this are quite uh, broad. He does sort of narrow down uh, stylistically. It's very soulful. It's very uh, Chicago-esque, like a lot of his other music. But uh, the healing component, the waters, and pieces of a man were all very focused, talking about love, talking about um, sort of what makes up a man, where this album is quite broad. He obviously has the the central idea that life is like a circus and that you don't really know what's happening mm. um, and anything can happen at any time, but that's just a loose and very broad term. 
um, who touches on Black Lives Matters. He touches on um, the black youth and black people and the, the oppression and the things that they go through, something that we've spoken about on this show through other albums, mm. uh, something that's very prevalent in other Chicago rappers, namely No Name, um, Saba, Saba Vic Mensa, very mm. politically strong um, characters and yeah. all from Chicago. There's probably other ones, but off the top of my head, uh, that's who I can think of. Um, the Chief, production... Please. Who? Chief. Oh, Chief, there you go. Um, the production on this by Hitboy, I believe he did the whole album. I like Hitboy. Um, oh, no, he didn't do the whole album. I don't know where I got that from. He did the first song. Maybe that's just what I thought. Um, yeah, but the production was good on this. That was Hitboy, um, Duppy. Who else is there? I'm a nobody. <coughs> Jesus. Um, business boy, Coop the Truth, Beat Butcher, DJ Flu. I like those names. But the the first track, Same Old, really comes hard with bars. I'm going to play it a little bit, but he doesn't waste any bars on this. It's just one um, verse and then mm. a chorus at the end. Uh, it isn't very long, but it's just a really cool, um, cool song. So I'll play a little bit of it now. Again, the production on this is killer. Yeah, this sounds dope. I really like out of tune things like that. Yeah. That's just a hard. Um, oh, it's hard. And I, I really like the chorus of this, um, which she plays right at the end. This is really cool. Yeah. Uh, Mick does a really good job of using. Um, everything at his disposal. He really stretches that beat out as far as he can. Um, uses the whole beat. Yeah, I like um, that. Every, every aspect of it that can be sort of played with and experimented on, he does, which is really good. The Earth Gang feature was really good on The Light. Um, Johnny Venus and Dr. Dot did really well um, in their classic Earth Gang style. We've done... We've talked a lot about Earth Gang. Mm. Um, they're they're really good, not up and coming artists, but they're just not mainstream just yet. And I think that um, continual features because Mick Jenkins is right below the surface as well. Mm. So they're sort of working together to bust out. And it's this isn't gonna hap- This isn't gonna make it happen just because it's so short. But this could get generate a little bit of buzz, and then in the next album um, come up, especially if you get some big features um, from other Chicago rappers. He's obviously worked with. Uh, Joey Perp, Saba before. Um, if he could land Kanye or someone of that size, it's definitely something that could um, help his... Pop him off. Yeah, exactly, pop him off. Uh, I think my favourite song on the whole album was The Fit. I just really enjoyed that. He's talking about um, how people want him to flaunt and to flex his fit, but he doesn't do that because he uh, does not care about... The flaunting that doesn't make his character. That's fair. So I'll uh, I'll play that song. He says, and I quote, "Fuck a hype beast" on this track. <laughs> oh, this beat is dope. Who produced this one? Business boy, Coop the Truth and Fortune. 
I think that, that is nice. Yeah, that does go hard. And I like the line. One of my favorite lines on the whole album is, um, need, needed paper, I got paper, need a stapler. I got habits, I got problems, got enablers. That like, is hard. That goes tough. That goes dummy hard. But uh, that's basically it for the whole album. There's not um, a great deal of content on here. So mm. um, I don't want to waffle on too much because we have a little bit more to go through. Um, and this was just a very short album, but overall this, uh, showed that Mick had fun and that, uh, a theme isn't always essential to make a great album. Obviously theme plays a big part for me anyway, in sort of gluing and being cohesive for the whole album to tell like a story. Yeah. But this sort of dispelled that a little bit. I don't think everyone can pull it off. I think it's, you've got to have a certain type of skill character and personality on the beat um and mick did it really well here so overall i'm going to give this album a seven um definitely worth a listen if you got 20 minutes of time uh just try it out yeah you'll be surprised but yeah that's that done next week i think we're going to do a double album review next week Mm. um well i was actually thinking because i would like like i'm already doing eminem right i also want to try out 070 shake Right, you want to do she, Shake? Yeah, she released an album. I really like her. She's mm-hmm. got like a dope sound. All right. So, do you know who your second person is going to be, or you don't know yet? Yeah, I'll do. Um, there was, there was a few big albums that dropped. Mm. I already have listened to the 070 Shake album. Too. Okay, don't spoil anything for me. What's it called? Monus Venitas or something like that. Yeah, it's some Latin thing. Modus Vivendi. Mm. Um, the one I looked at. Oh, there was one, the Stunner for Vegas, which was called Richie Youngin. Revenge of the Dream is also re-released. Yeah, with uh, new tracks. Yeah, Revenge of the No Revenge of the Dream is three. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do Ice JJ Fish. Um, I will do. Rich Youngin by Stunner for Vegas. That's a pretty wild name. Stunner for Vegas. Yeah. I've heard a bit of him before, so I might have to do some research. But Yeah. Alright, let's go on to Song of the Year. Yeah, okay. Which we had three this week, basically. Yeah, that's the first time. 2001, the year is. So we had uh, Takeover by Jay-Z versus Ether by Nas. So they were a tied winner. They were a tied winner. And the rebuttal is Renegade by Jay-Z featuring Eminem. So which one do you want to talk about first? Um, all I want to say is, I feel like a renegade, uniclinic aid. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's, what I was bu- really hoping he'd say that in there at some point. <laughs> I'm bizarre and like Scar and Kill. Well, which one was released first? Ether or Takeover? Do you know? No, Takeover. All right, we'll do Takeover takeover first. first. All right, let me get the lyrics up. Because basically, you just have to know the lyrics, really. Yeah. So, I thought, like, it started out fairly slow. Oh, Kanye was on production as well. He murdered it. That was good production. Um, He's good friends with Nas, too, so... Yeah. (laughs) Playing both sides. Yeah, he was. I don't think he was friends at that time, though. And I don't know know if... He knew that it was even a diss. Maybe he just gave the beat. Yeah, and then Jay-Z just said, oh, this is cold. Yeah. This is the one I'm going to use for the diss. Yeah. 
Um, I think the first two verses were fairly forgettable, but then he just went ham on the third verse. He just went in. The I, last verse is very long. Yeah. Um, verse two, to me, it only had one good line, and that was um, when I was pushing weight back in 88... You was a ballerina, I got the pictures. I seen ya. <laughs> then you drop shook ones, switch your whole demeanor. And there's actually a picture of one of the Mob Deep members. I don't know which one. Like. Ballerina? <laughs> yeah, he's got like tap shoes on and shit. <laughs> and then, yeah, he drops shook ones, which is like. Like a gangster's theme song. But, um. Yeah, f- verse 4 as well, I don't remember anything from there. That was fairly forgettable. Yeah, the the main one is... Verse 3. Verse 3, yeah. yeah. Um, do you want anything... Do you want to say anything on it before I No, like, I just think it was like a... Like, this was like when we first got the real biggest like rap beef. Like, yeah. there was Tupac and Biggie, which was like, obviously... Like, there was potential that they died over that. <laughs> but like, this was like... This was like a televised event. This yeah. was like... Jay Z described news. it as like sport. Yeah, like it was one team versus the other, back and forth. And I personally think Nas won, but a lot of people say Jay Z won. I think Jay Z won. I think there's a bit of a split. Yeah, um, but it's like people are still talking about that and still, you know, trying to decide who was better. Still arguing about it. But which they are I friends think, now too. Yeah, yeah, they made up after the um left the condom on your baby seat line. <laughs> Jay-Z's mum made him apologise. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. So. But, and what else did he say? Like, when you're kissing your bitch, you're kissing my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Yes. Um, I, I really like he said, um, so yeah, I sampled your voice, you was using it wrong. That is hard as fuck. Jay-Z was like a very big Nas fan. And like unironically sampled him because he liked him. Yeah. But obviously you had to switch that into like a negative. Back, if you go back in time, Jay-Z actually used to be a fast rapper. Mm. If you listen to his earlier stuff, but then he heard, well, the theory is that he heard Nas and Nas was that very slow, meticulous. Yeah. Um, and then Jay-Z, and then Jay-Z switched his whole it. demeanor. And then Jay- that's what Jay-Z sounds like. You yeah. Hear? Oh, I'm down in Tribeca. <laughs> so yeah. maybe that's um, that's what people say. One line I really like. This one's a little bit long, but where he says, um, use your brain. You've been in this for 10 years. I've been in it five. Smarten up, Nas. Four albums in 10 years. I could divide. That's one every, let's say two. Two of them shits was do. One was nah. The other was Illmatic. That's a one hot album every 10 year average. And that's so lame. And he says lame a lot throughout the song because Nas, in a previous song, just called Jay-Z gay. And Jay-Z was like, that's like the, one of the most tamest insults ever. <laughs> it's like lame. So then he started just calling him lame. Uh, and then, of course, the way he ended the verse was hard because you know who did w- you know what with you know who. But let's keep that between me and you. Yeah. So like, if I was Nas and like I received that, I'll be like, oh shit, I can't reply. Like, he's just going to air out this shit. Yeah. Which did, of course, end up him being, like, sleeping with Nasa's baby mama. Wasn't she pregnant as well for a little bit? I have no idea. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. Um, yeah, I think that song is better than Ether. 
because you think so? No, I think yeah. Ether's better. Okay, why do you think Ether's better? Like, I just think that he goes way harder. Like, I just think that like it's way more directed because Nas only got like really one verse. Yeah, like, the brunt of it on Takeover, but yeah, the rest was directed towards Mob Dick. Mob yeah, Deep. Mob Dick. <laughs> <laughs> but like, um, like. I just think that the the way Ether went, like it was just like way harder. Like mm. it was like what three, four? How many verses is it? One, two. Three. It was four verses as well. I'm pretty no, sure. No, three. Three. He went yeah. hard in the third one. Yeah, again. like um, he says, Eminem murdered you on your own shit. That's obviously uh, referring to Renegade, yeah. which we're going to be reviewing in a second. Which I think is the best out of the three because it's an actual okay. song. Like I mm. think these are just more like diss tracks. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just think, that, like, when he says, uh, what's sad is I love you because you're my brother. You traded your soul for riches, my child. I've watched you grow up and be famous. That was actually pretty And hard. now I smile like a proud dad watching his only son that made it. You seem to be only concerned with dissing women. Were you abused as a child? Scared to smile? They called you ugly? Because Jay-Z is... He's not an attractive man. <laughs> not, and compared to Nas, too. Nas is yeah. quite... Like but the ladies, man. Yeah, well, compared to Jay Z, anyway. Yeah. Um, and what else did he say? Like, um, Gay Z, Cockefeller. Yeah, that, those <laughs> things were so fucking funny. But at the end of the verse, he says something about, like, uh, what else of Biggie's shit is going to come out of your fat lips? Or yeah, something that's, like that. That's towards the end. Because yeah. he, um, <clears throat> he's basically saying, like, oh, you're just stealing <coughs> from, from Biggie. And he even says, like, let the man rest in peace. Yeah, like, and he says that, what does he say? He says, like, you're, you're Biggie and he's Puffy or something like that. Yeah, and he's like, oh, I get it now. Yeah, yeah. I get it. You're Biggie, he's Puffy. He says something along those lines. Yeah. Um, calls him the Queen of New York or something like that. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. Um, and does is it in this or is it in the other one that he talks about? He's he replies to that um, ten albums thing where he's like, "It's still more than you" or something like that. Must be no, that was another one. Must be on a different song. Um, but um, I'm trying to find anything else. To me, I think Takeover was better because although. Like, Ether did have more insults. I feel like they didn't cut as deep. So, like, it's like Jay Z was like firing with like a rocket launcher. Like, he did like three shots out of a rocket launcher. Right. And Nas was just there with a machine gun. Like, the rocket launcher's gonna do more damage. Right. I like I the. Think what was, what was the better. one where. Where did I just read it? Oh. I'll whip your ass, you 36 in a karate class. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Wait, which one of them admitted to like doing some really lame kung fu shit? I think it was this one. I think that was in Nas's song. Like, if you click on the annotation to Google, there's some guy with like stretchy rope up like like that. <laughs> like you know when you stand on the rope and you gotta like try and lift it up. Yeah. Yeah. These are nice, but they're very spicy. I don't know. I just think that Nas was like, just he, he just made it like a little bit, like more calculated. Like he had the whole song and like he just didn't really care. 
But mm. I think Jay-Z went like too hard. Like he tried a little bit too hard where Nas was just like, I don't know. I do like that um, Nas like, you know, like related to him at the start of, I think it was the third verse where he said like, um, like I'm your, you're my son or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, because you're my brother. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I do like that. And then, um, who's the best? Park, Nas, and Big? Ain't no best. East, West, North, South, flossed out, greedy. I embraced y'all with napalm, blow up, no guts left, chest, face gone. How could Nas be garbage? Semi-autos at your cartilage. Burner at the side of your dome. Hmm. Come out of my throne. I got this locked since 9-1. I'm the truest. Name a rapper that I ain't influenced. Give y'all chapters, but now I keep my eyes on the Judas. With with Hawaiian Sophie fame, keep my name in his music. That's right, the Hawaiian Sophie fame was like a pretty funny line. But there you go, it was. Back and forth. They are back sort of friends now. Mm. But let's get on to Renegade, Renegade, which I think was the best because Eminem just destroyed it. Yeah, Nas was right. He did... um... He got renegaded. That's what people say these days. If someone comes on yeah. your song and, and is better than you, you got renegaded. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Nas was right. He did, um, what do you say? Fuck up. No, Eminem murdered you on your own shit. Yeah. yeah and Eminem true. produced this. Um, yeah, it was actually pretty good too. And it, it's just, like, Eminem just goes ham on this. What, what does he say about, like, the kids... Or is that in the chorus? Maybe that's in the chorus. No. The the only line that I liked from Jay Z was the um I'll bring you round the ghetto without riding round. So basically just saying like my lyrics are so good, you'll basically be there. Yeah. This whole song like is just based around how Jay Z isn't like very nice. That yeah. he's sort of like he's just a bit because of a bad he's boy. a he's a rapper and he's famous now. Doesn't mean he's uh, like he's gonna be nice. Yeah, like he still came from the ghetto, and this song actually released on the September 11 bombings. Oh, did it? Yeah. Did he mean to do that? No, I think that was when the album came out. Mm. I think the whole album came out. I could be wrong on that. That's just what I'm seeing right here. It says release date September 11, 2001. Okay. So they go. So, what do you think? What was your best? Um, I liked. You like the I most? did like Renegade as a song, but I don't think it. Maybe just because I was hyped with the beat, with the beef going on. I think the other two were better than it. Right. But um, I do like. What does he say? Um, oh, he's talking about himself, like media scapegoat who they can be mad at today. See, it's easy as cake, simple, simple as whistling Dixie while I'm waving the pistol at sixty Christians against me. That's pretty funny. But um, his first verse, Eminem, did fucking go off. I want to read that out a little bit. He just, like, keeps the the same rhyming pattern throughout, like, the whole verse. Yeah. Um, now, who's the, king of, who's the king of these rude, ludicrous, ludicrous lyrics? Who could inherit the title, put the youth in hysterics, using his music to stare at, sharing his views and his merits, but there's a huge interference... They're saying you shouldn't hear it. Maybe it's hatred I spew. Maybe it's food for the spirit. Maybe it's beautiful music I made for you just to cherish. Like that is, and he like keeps going on as well. Like hated and viewed in America. 
and then he sort of starts to switch it up but he still like brings it in every now and then like throughout a couple of lines like that's yeah and the I'm the sinister Mr. Kiss My Ass is how right. he finishes the line Jay-Z should not have allowed, allowed Eminem to go this hard yeah not two verses at least <laughs> maybe one verse but not two like he came on and crushed it yeah he was just setting himself up to get to Renegade. get bodied yeah yeah <laughs> Oh, that's all I have for songs of yep. the week. So we got one segment left, which is our track review. Oh yes. So what song do you want to review first? First place by Polo G and Lord TJ. So Polo G and Lord TJ had the song "Pop Out," which I reviewed um, on the album um, Polo G's album "Dire Legend," uh, which I really enjoyed last year. Made it into my like top seven albums of the year. Mm. Um, or did it did it make the top five? I actually can't remember. It was definitely in the top seven. Mm. Um, and yeah, that was like one of the standout songs. Uh, that was the one that really got TJ um, popped out, yeah. I suppose. And then they did the remix with Lil Baby and Gunner. So let's see if this is pop out part two. <laughs> That's him. <laughs> I do like this. Um, I really like the line, should have put bands on his plate, instead he put bands on his face. Yeah. I like that. Um, I think that Lil, Lil TJ sounds exactly the same as what I expected him to sound like. Uh, Polo G came back with that smooth voice. Like I love Lil um, Polo G's voice. Like It's just so... I don't know. So good to my ears, anyway. I really like um, his voice. Mm. I think it was not as poppy as um, Pop Out, but I don't think I don't think Pop Out is the highlight of that album. I think there was way better tracks on that album. So this is probably on par with it um, in terms of this one's talking about a little bit more than that. But that one definitely was more of an earworm. Mm. But I'm excited to see if he releases another album this year. It could it could contend again for. Um, album of the year like it did last year but let's move on to your your choice what do we have all right mine's a little bit heavier than that right i just want to get your reaction on it uh it's underground music it's called hollow me hollow me by uh coast god and nastil and it came out last week or is this Uh, just a random one? i actually don't know it's just a random one right uh it came out september 21 2018 all right Bit of an old no, one. It is an old one, but I listened to it. I liked it, and I thought, "Oh, this is the one I'm bringing." It's very out there. All right. <laughs> are, you, are you ready? Uh huh. <laughs> you think? Like it's just like I'm just listening to the beat, basically. Like I honestly can't even hear what they're saying. <laughs> So yeah, you, you get the gist of it. <laughs> um, because it, they are really drowned out because of how like loud the bass is. And when the bass comes in, it's sort of like... It's too overpowering and it does quieten them down a lot. Yeah. So was that something you think you would listen to again? Nah, probably not. <laughs> 
This is quite odd, isn't it? It's definitely not your type of music. Yeah. You're not wrong. <laughs> you are not wrong. I think maybe next week I'll bring in something from Snot. From Snot? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. But I think that is us for the week. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything else? No, nah, that's it, mate. That right. was a good week. Be sure yeah. to tune in. On Friday's show, we did the quiz. I had the punishment. One of us lost. Who yeah. will it be? <laughs> well, thank you guys for watching. Enjoy the rest of your week. That's a wrap. <laughs>